Hello, welcome to French Track by Shrek, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Sex Me, Sex Me Not from The Chocolate Invasion, recorded 2000 to 2001 at Paisley Park and released on the 11th of June 2001. On the track, it is just Prince, and the track is either 4 minutes 27, when it had all the spaces in the title, or 5 minutes 44, when Prince decided to compress it down into one word. Uh, as was his want, at, for some reason, uh, something obviously that he, you know, took to the, the absolute fullest by the time he got to Plectrum Electrum. Yes. Um, uh, joining me to talk about today is Josh Norman. Hello, Josh. Hello, Darren. Thanks for having me back. Uh, now, in terms of like a genre, I feel like you know a lot of stuff that's on Chocolate Invasion and Slaughterhouse kind of falls into this same category of kind of like you know R and B rap. I don't know. I feel like Prince kind of got stuck in this weird kind of like R and B rut for a couple of years, where he kept making songs. Um, using kind of the same production stuff, this kind of like very, I don't know how to describe it, like kind of a very thin kind of drum machine sound. Um, and I, I guess, I mean, to me, this is the sound of like kind of claustrophobic Prince. Yep. This is just when Prince kind of gets stuck in the studio by himself and just keeps, you know, working on a song and adding little bits and pieces to it. And, and this is kind of the result. And there's a few songs on, um, you know, on Chocolate Invasion and Slaughterhouse that I feel kind of fall into this. There's a few songs on there where he has other, you know, band members in and they don't feel quite as claustrophobic, but it kind of has that kind of claustrophobic um, production a lot of I mean it is a it's one of those kind of songs where Prince I mean I, the one line that I feel always stands out for me is leave your sister and your underwear at home and it makes it it makes it sound like the sister is wearing the underwear <laughs> which is it's it's an unfortunate phrasing of it but I, I guess there's no more elegant way for him to put it but uh you know, it's it's one of those songs where Prince talks about the after party and kind of talks about, you know, how great he is and how good the party's going to be. And, you know, kind of tells a story of how great the party you were just at. I guess I guess the genre you could put it into is kind of FOMO. It's like, you know, this is this is Prince kind of giving you the worst FOMO possible as if to say, look. If, you know, if you were near Prince, this is what would be happening, right. you know, and there's a few songs of this kind of time period, particularly some of the stuff that's on um, uh, New Power Soul. There's a lot of songs where it's like Prince boasting about how great the party is or the party will be or the party was. And, and I feel like this fits kind of in that category. Yes, for sure. Along with the kind of uh, pedal plicking of Sex Me, Sex Me Not. Yeah, which, I mean, that's an interesting title as well, because, like, obviously it plays on the whole, you know, she loves me, she loves me not. Yes. But but I, I, you know, I don't know that we ever find out where Prince lands on that, whether or not he is going to be sexed or he is going to be sexed not. <laughs> right. I mean, it feels like every chorus line finishes with Sex Me Not, so it sounds like that's going to end up being disappointing for Prince, but... Uh, you know, you never know. He might he might go one more round saying "sex me" just to kind of get it back on his uh, back on his side. That's right. Um, you know, That's right. You know, as 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 one would pick a flower that deliberately had like an odd number of you know petals, so that you know what it's going to land on. Right, but Prince would be the kind of guy who would count the petals before he ever started to make sure it would land in his favor. You know. <laughs> He he would he would yeah. know the final outcome before he left it to chance. Um, and I mean, there's uh, <laughs> I mean, aside from the the line about you know leaving your sister in your underwear at home, there's a line later on where he says, you know, I, I'm about to wet your pants. Yes, I was going to mention that one, but you you beat me to it. <laughs> yeah, and I I mean, I, like I don't know, I, I always find it funny when Prince kind of um, you know when he boasts in this way about certain things, because you do kind of get like a real look into the mind of Prince and what he thinks 
people like will miss out on and what will kind of make them want to come to the party. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want, I don't want Prince making my pants wet. I mean, that's just going to be uncomfortable. I don't think he's talking, he's not talking directly to Darren, I don't think. Even. No, I, so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he is, unfortunately. Yeah, I, so I don't know. No, I totally agree with you with the claustrophobic sound. It does sound like he's kind of been locked up in Paisley Park for a while and just kind of solely exploring things without a lot of input from other people. So like you said, we get the uh his vision of how this party is going to be or how the party was but he, he's also um you know alone there so there's not enough other people to you know show other sides of the story this is solely solely his um you also mentioned the length of the track where it was originally released and i i would bet an edited form of the four minutes and 27 seconds um and when it was put on this compilation um we got another minute and 20 seconds of instrumentation and some some additional lyrics um, that I kind yeah. of enjoyed, I, you know, being someone who had all these songs already and felt like, oh God, I, I, got, I should, I should purchase this compilation. Also, I was pleasantly surprised to have some of the versions be different than what we had, and some additional pieces that made them a little more interesting too. That, I mean, that is something obviously that you know I, I probably will end up mentioning on every single one of these episodes about Chocolate Invasion and Slaughterhouse is they aren't really albums; they are just collections. That you know, Prince put together of the MPG Music Club, you know, stuff that he'd been putting out. Right. Um, so th- you know, that doesn't really feel like there's any kind of connective tissue. Although, you know, there are a couple of songs on Chocolate Invasion that mention the Chocolate Invasion. Yes, this being um, one of them. Yeah. So it's so so. There, I guess that's the only. That's like I guess this and uh, is it Judas Kiss is the other one that says, um, or Judas Judas Smile. Smile. Yep. Which, yeah, th- th- that also mentions the Chocolate Invasion starting there, right. um, even though it's the second track, which, you know, <laughs> if, if I were Prince, I would have had that as the first track, so that when you've got yeah. the words, the Chocolate Invasion bit starts here, it's actually starting, but right. instead you're one track in. Uh, but yeah, so the kind of the passing mention of the Chocolate Invasion, I guess it, it may be, I don't know, I, I, get, I guess the kind of the idea that, that maybe Prince was considering an album of that title or there was some kind of project in his head, mm-hmm. um, maybe, you know, that, that he would, that would have that name and then he kind of just abandoned it and, you know, just kind of left it on a couple of songs and that was as much, you know, as... I'm saying that, I mean, it's not like there's really any... I mean, there are only maybe one or two Prince albums where there is an overall theme. Yeah. Um, but, but normally the thing that kind of ties them together, and this is something that's, you know, more prevalent with the, the upcoming albums, you know, stuff like Lowe's Flower and mm-hmm. MPLS Sound or, you know, Hit and Run Part 1 and 2, it's mostly kind of the production and the fact that they're all recorded at roughly the same time, so you have the same band. Yeah. You know, like the stuff with Third Eye Girls, you know, I think Artificial Age and Plex from Electrum, that they they each of those albums has a, a very specific sound, and that's kind of what ties it together. It's very rare that Prince, aside from say, um, you know, Rainbow Children, he ever did like a, an overall concept for an album. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when he mentions the words "Chocolate Invasion" on two consecutive songs, and then there, does it not brought up again? It does make you think. Well, what was he talking about? What was his idea? You know, what was the Chocolate Invasion supposed to be? Other than you know, just the name of like a you know a, a compilation of like ten tracks from uh, from the MPG Music Club. Yeah, I was I was you glad know. to see that he or someone, uh, whether it was him or someone on staff, you know, made these compilations, and they were even labeled, I think, best of the MPG Music Club, that kind of thing. So it almost sort of a summary of that kind of reclusive period of Prince when he was out of the public eye and very much into the MPG Music Club for you know however long his. Um, attention span let him focus on that one thing which was about what five months or so uh yeah, i think from beginning to end uh-huh. about i think about 18 months something like that but yeah, it, yeah. Like, it, it, his attention waned very quickly yeah. and 
Um, you know, he, he moved on to other things, um, you know, which I, I, the, the funny thing is, of course, then uh, in 2004, you get the impression that he's released three albums when he hasn't really. Yeah. So it, but it, it kind of builds up that it kind of works, you know, in Prince's favor, this kind of myth of, you know, Prince as the artist who's constantly putting out work. Uh, when in reality, this was essentially stuff from like a fallow period where they yes. kind of grouped together. And so I, I, if you're in 2004 and you weren't a member of the MPG Music Club, suddenly you're treated to three albums right. uh, worth of material in one go. And it kind of, you know, it, I don't know, it, it kind of creates the impression that the Prince always wanted, which is that he was someone who was you know constantly working. Right. Uh, whereas I think in 2000, you know, he didn't release an album and it does kind of feel like, you know, maybe he just kind of did less stuff maybe because of the strain on his marriage and all that kind of stuff. Like, you feel that there's something personal playing into the, the you know, the reason why he didn't release an album. For the first time in, what, 17 years? Yes. Something like that, you know, for the first... Yeah. So, you know, it, when when Prince doesn't release an album, you have to say to yourself, what's going on? You know, why why has he not released an album? What's happening? Right. Uh, and this happens again in 2005, when, when I have a feeling he was going through another divorce. Right. Um, so, you know, divorce Prince is someone who basically doesn't have the time to uh, to record songs. Yeah, he's suddenly yeah. suddenly quiet. I also thought yeah. the the um, kind of completion of these two compilations now is really great for people who are just discovering Prince because you can find them on streaming streaming services now where these tracks yeah. were sort of orphans before uh, that streaming deal was made. So it is nice to have them together um, so you can, you know, basically listen to them anywhere, anytime, which is kind of cool now. But like I said, you know, Prince is telling this story, um, you know, come to the after party. He says, let's make it hot. Um, and he has, I don't know, he says more chill around your wrist than the ice cream man, which I, you know, and, it's, and he says, speaking of which, uh, do you like it when I scream? Which is like the mo- I mean, it's probably one of the most kind of childish things that Prince has ever said. I agree. It's that I, I just like I don't know, like the whole ice cream man, I, I scream. It's oh, I don't know. It, it, I don't, it, it amuses me that like a forty-something-year-old Prince is singing those lyrics. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's you know he says something about you know your backbone will slip and you know should you take another after pill? Uh, sorry, another pill after morning right awkwardly phrased right um or or played the fool um so you know even though prince had kind of i guess in 2000 you know he was start of you know going more moving towards um, becoming a jehovah's witness there's still songs that he kind of recorded before he you know was fully converted where that he has these kind of you know sexual innuendo i mean i guess you know leave your underwear it's <laughs> also sexual innuendo but the fact that he p- pairs it up with leave your sister makes it seem so kind of weird right to yeah you know and uh, he he says you know made a lot of money give it all to you uh, if you choose right you can do what you're supposed to do and the kind of like i don't know the whole kind of uh, you know make a brother happy on your knees like again this is i guess this is kind of like very i mean the, the word sex is in the title twice so right. but this is the kind of sexual stuff that once you get post 2001 um, you know, Prince's conversion, you start to get a lot less of this. Right. And his kind of sexual references become a lot more oblique. Mm-hmm. I, and we also kind of get the, you know, when the needle drop, you're going to hear the, the, the groove you're going to hear. Uh, we'll never, we'll, sorry, we'll never want to make you stop, you heard. Yeah. Um, again, Prince kind of boasting about how great songs are. And he has a tendency to do this on songs that aren't fantastic. <laughs> <honest> <laughs> <to> <laughs> be. Or, or, so, or is it part of what makes them not fantastic? I don't know. Chicken or the egg? Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, I, I, I think, yeah, if you're, if you're going to boast about how great a song is, instantly that song cannot be great. Right. Um, you know, which is obviously why, um, you know, uh, 
which is why Tenacious D struck to do stuck to doing a tribute rather than playing the actual song. You know, it could never be as good. So yeah, I don't know. I like I. I mean, there's not like a huge amount in the lyrics really to kind of talk about. Like I said, there's just a few funny lines um, where it does. It. I mean, I. You know, claustrophobic Prince is probably one of my least favorite princes. <laughs> like. It, it, it feels like he, even though he's a great artist, you know, and some of the stuff on Sign of the Times is, you know, is just Prince by himself right. in the studio. But I feel like at that time he had someone like Susan Rogers, who, even though they're not like a co-writer or a performer, they're actually contributing something. Once Prince got Paisley Park, it was so easy for him to just hit record and go in the studio yeah. that it almost kind of took away a little outside element that, you know, people might have said, Prince, don't make a joke about I scream, you scream. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't put that into a song. Like, he would have had some kind of out, outside input, but as it is... You know, and someone would have said, "Prince, leave your sister in your underwear at home." Just sounds awkward. <laughs> like, yeah, could you could you not do? Yeah, could you not do that? You know, from from like you know eighty eight onwards, there does there does become this thing where once Prince gets stuck in the studio by himself, he kind of goes down these little rabbit holes, and you know, sometimes the results are cu- quite interesting, but other times they just kind of feel a bit claustrophobic, and particularly when he's doing something like this, where he's trying to uh, do kind of like a rap song, and you're like, I. You know, I, I don't feel it's quite as, you know, it, I wouldn't say parody, but it just feels like him trying it on and not really, he doesn't feel like he's actually doing a rap song. It feels like he's still at a bit of a distance, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it still takes him maybe a couple more years before he's he finally can kind of get confident and just, you know, there's some, there's some kind of, um, you know, there's some stuff on like um, 3121 and Musicology and Lotus Flat where he's, where he's actually doing rap songs and he feels more confident. It feels like, but again, it feels like the outside influence on those is probably what's making it kind of, you know, feel slightly better. Right. Um, You know, but I mean, for me, I would have to say this track is probably, I don't know, maybe a three out of five, probably edging down to a two and a half. Um, You know, it's okay. And, but like the production isn't anything special and I don't feel like the lyrics are really, you know, aside from a couple of, you know, humorously placed lines, I I don't think he's saying anything kind of new, um, you know, that he hasn't said. And, as well, you know, there's there's stuff like um, you know from uh, New Power Soul, like freaks on this side, and yeah, there's a lot know, of and, and lot kind of, of lot of freak on this album too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. And you know, some of the stuff that's on New Power Soul, you know, is kind of it's not stuff that I really enjoy listening to. So it's kind of very rare that I return to, particularly this track. I mean, some of the other tracks on Chocolate Invasion, I you know, I really enjoy, mm-hmm. but this is probably one of the lesser tracks on there. Uh, okay, um, I was going to give it a three out of five too. It's not that I don't enjoy it, but like you said it has that very uh closed off feel where it's just uh prince in the studio and if you're interested in his work then you're going to find something to enjoy here um i pushed it up from a two and a half to a three just for the extended ending where he references himself and says come on prince don't leave it like this sex me what (laughs) it made me laugh a little bit i listened to it again this morning and uh that kind of made me smile so um yeah i'll give it a three out of five prince never performed it live we shouldn't be surprising you know there's a lot of songs from this period that basically were only ever you know issued to the mpg music club and then until tidal came along many years later people kind of hadn't really heard them um so it's not surprising he didn't play it live you know he wasn't really kind of touring that much around this time anyway yeah um you know so you know i mean i, I don't know I, I i i find kind of chocolate invasion and Slaughterhouse has to be interesting but um you know it's the kind of stuff where it's like well if it had come out like i don't know like 10 years later um, and it had never been part of the MPG Music Club, I think people would have been like, oh, well, this is you know, something new. But as it is, it just feels like 
Prince kind of getting a bunch of old songs and just kind of scooping them up and going, here you go. Here's two, here's two albums that vaguely have some kind of theme to them. Yeah. Um, you know, so I feel like we said about as much as anyone's going to say about Sex Me, Sex Me Not. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Josh? Uh, yeah, um, I co-host another Prince podcast. Uh, it's called The Mountains and the Sea, a Prince podcast where we review an album. And uh, it's uh, co-hosted by my wife. And we pick each pick a mountain a high point on the album and a C, a low point on the album and a time capsule, something that kind of uh, tells the story of that time period. We review albums and then uh, ancillary material, B-sides, concerts, fashion and associated artists uh, during that particular time period. And we go in no particular order. We're completely random. So it's sort of a surprise every other week as to what we do. You can find us on Facebook at TMATS Podcast. That's T-M-A-T-S for the mountains and the sea and also on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter or Prince podcast or you can email us not sure why you would at prince by track at gmail.com thanks once more for being my guest there john hey you're very welcome darren thanks for having me <laughs> and otherwise goodbye Bye. Bye. Bye.